Sunbelt quarterbacks at the Manning Passing Academy. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, actually doing this from my mother's deck in upstate New York, avoiding the humidity uh, down in Thibodeau, uh, Louisiana, where they're holding the Manning Passing Academy. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on, and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. All right, so the Manning Passing Academy, for those who don't know, is a summer camp for junior high and high school quarterbacks, sort of to get noticed and to improve their game, and maybe they can get a scholarship. That's what half of it is. The news comes from all of the uh, up-and-coming college quarterbacks, and this is really their first uh, exposure, if you will, to what their last season is going to be in college, whether they're a junior or a senior getting ready to try their hands at the pros. Uh, and so you do have some uh, younger quarterbacks. Quinn Ewers has only played a couple of years, although I'm not sure what his deal is with that year at Ohio State, right? But this will be his second year at Texas, and I guess he can leave after this year. Even Arch Manning is going, although, you know, there's some relationship there, obviously. Uh, but you have some uh, – Michael Penix Jr. is going. You have some big-time quarterbacks that are going to be there and not only are they helping the young campers but they're getting coached up by the mannings and nfl scouts and whoever else is there to help them out all right our our buddy jim nagy from the senior bowl will be there and his first exposure to them and maybe same thing uh vice versa all right and so it's an outstanding opportunity uh to get noticed and you have three sunbelt quarterbacks all going down there uh one, a bit of a surprise, I don't mind saying. Uh, the other two, probably not. All right. Ben Wildridge for the Raging Cajuns, uh, injured, right? He's coming off a knee injury. He got invited. Carter Bradley, who absolutely has an NFL arm, uh, is there. And then you have what what the you know multi-time Sunbelt Player of the Year, Grayson McCall, is going down there from Coastal Carolina. And we're going to get into all three of those guys uh, right now. Let's start off with Ben Wildridge. So, Ben was a transfer from Fresno State. Uh, they kind of did the Chandler Fields was starting and using a two QB system, and maybe Chandler Fields got banged up, and eventually Ben Woldridge won the job. And he played pretty well uh, last season, win or lose for uh, the Cages, uh, right? He played very well on a road game, tough place to play in Huntington, beating Marshall. Uh, they took down Georgia Southern uh, at home. They, you know, back and forth game on the road against Southern Miss, where they just came up short. Uh, they were ahead of Troy and then probably should have beat uh, Troy. Uh, and he led a comeback against South Alabama, but they fell short there. And then, unfortunately for Ben uh, and the Cajuns, for that fact of the matter, he got rolled up on in practice. We're talking about practice and his season was over. So he's got a knee injury and he's coming back. So I don't know. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Obviously, it's great that he's going down to the Manning Passing Academy. He gets to talk to NFL scouts. He gets to talk to some executives. 
that may be there. I presume he can throw, right? I'm not sure how much he's going to be rolling out uh, on his knee, considering he's still, I mean, I think this happened in November, right? So we're still, right, even we're at July, August, September, October. We're, we're still, you know, four months away from a year. And it'll be interesting to see what the, the Cajuns decide to do. Now, the Cajuns quarterback situation, we've been talking about this a lot, right? Uh, Zeon Chris got all the snaps in the uh, spring football practices because Chandler Fields uh, had an appendectomy. So he wasn't healthy enough to practice. So now what happens during the season, right? Do we go with Chandler Fields? He's more experienced. Or do you go with the kid with a higher ceiling in Zeon Chris and then – what happens with Ben Woldridge? You know, are the Cajuns, you know, are the Cajuns taking a step back? Because they got they got their schedule early on is, is is flat out hard, right? For for the Raging Cajuns, right? They got Buffalo in there, they got Minnesota in there, they got UAB in there. They're at Old Dominion week two, so a Sun Belt game, right, almost right from the get go. And so, do you, do you take a step back, right, and maybe take it on the chin a little bit, getting Zeon Chris ready, and then maybe he's off and running in the, in it for a year and a half. Or, you know, you go with Chandler Fields and bring Zeon Chris along slowly, right? They did the whole thing with Levi Lewis a couple years ago. Maybe you do the two-quarterback system again where it's Chandler Fields and Zeon Chris comes in for one possession every four sets of downs. That could be a case. And what happens with Ben Woldridge? All right, just say he's not quite ready to go August 1st, but he's closer on September 1st, and he's healthy and ready to go in October. Now, does it matter what the Cajuns are doing on the field? Do you put Ben Woldridge in? If they're winning, are you going to change things up? And if you're losing, what does that do to the quarterback uh, that's there? So there's a lot of thoughts that are going to go into this. Uh, I'm impressed that Ben Woldridge is going. All right. I hope that he's healthy as can be. Uh, Again, he could probably throw. I'm going to guess that he's been throwing. I'm going to guess that, uh, although you use your legs a lot when that's the case, I doubt that he'll be doing any kind of rolling out kind of exercises uh, just yet. All right. Okay. When we come back, let's talk about South Alabama's Carter Bradley, who I got to see up close and personal this past season. But first, let me tell you a little bit about, well, we got to put the logo up. Bird dogs. Let's see if we get the logo up. Put the logo up. Where's the logo? There's a logo. <laughs> uh, let me tell you a little about, about bird dogs. I love my bird dogs. All right. I actually have pretty good legs. But the Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer, which is always a big thing for me, through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than the regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you. Here is the Yeti style tumbler. Bird dogs, so convenient. Brought it with me on the road trip. Nope, no big deal, right? Fit easily in the bag. Uh, and again, I'm not sure how they get the technology down. It keeps the hot drinks hot and keeps the cool drinks cool. I don't know how that works. All right, go to birddogs.com slash college, and you'll get a free Yeti Tumblr, style tumbler uh, with your order. Got the green tea in there this morning. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt. 
your team every day. Let's talk Carter Bradley. If we don't know Carter Bradley's background, he's Gus Bradley's son, uh, the former Jaguars head coach where he ended up growing up and going to high school. And now uh, Gus is with uh, the Colts defensive coordinator uh, in Indianapolis. Carter Bradley came in and won the job. He's got an, an NFL arm. All right. When I say that, I mean, he can throw the ball around the field. He can make all of the throws um, with minimal effort. All right. He's got an incredibly strong arm. Uh, he needs to be a little bit more consistent. Uh, maybe gets a little bit frustrated or emotional. In fact, he mentioned he that would have been the way he was at Toledo. He did transfer in from uh, Toledo. Uh, and a little bit of last year, he kind of took a beating, especially at the end of the season. That is a, a thing that, that hurts. And he's bulking up, uh, which he commented on the show uh, earlier in the year during spring ball. Uh, where Carter Bradley needs to improve is they need to get off to good starts and they need to be more consistently explosive. There's no reason for Carter Bradley to be getting off to slow starts like they did against Troy, where they never actually got started, uh, Georgia Southern. Southern Miss, the Cajuns, all right? They won three of those four ball games, but it took a ridiculous throw and catch to Jalen Wayne to beat the uh, the Cajuns and then a, a late field goal to win that ball game. Uh, Southern Miss, he needed Desmond Trotter to come in to get a field goal at the end of the half and then, you know, great, uh, you know, great play in the fourth quarter by Carter and he was banged up in that ball game. Um, you needed a fake punt to get going against Georgia Southern. Todd, the Jet Justice, you know, running for a huge first down. And if he waits for a block, he may have scored. Uh, and so that's where Carter Bradley is. He needs to be more consistently explosive. All right. They should. They're going to be favored to win. I don't understand the point totals. South Alabama should be favored to win the Sun Belt. Okay. Whether they do or not is a different story. They got too many guys coming back. Uh, too many weapons coming back, too much experience coming back for this team not to be really good. And they should not go. I mean, here, the, the thing is about football, it's about the other teams. Uh, you know, everyone always says it's about uh, us and we don't worry about the other team. So I, I don't really buy that. You know, the other team is trying to. So I don't expect them. You can't expect them to score on every single possession. But they really shouldn't be going three possessions without scoring the football. They, I mean, that's way too much. You can't be doing that. All right. If I'm the other team, I'm trying to, you know, not give them the ball back. I'm playing really, uh, you know, ground ball possession football against them because uh, they're going to be too explosive with that offensive line, the running back room, the receivers that they have in the receivers that they're coming back with. Uh, they need to be more consistently explosive. And so what for Carter Bradley, that means he needs to be more consistent. All right. You, you got to make the right reads. And when you have a shot, and it's kind of tough to say this in the Troy ball game. I mean, they had three shots. Uh, one was called a penalty. One was overthrown or two were called penalties or no, I'm sorry. One was dropped and not called a penalty. Uh, one was uh, overthrown and one was called a penalty. And that was really their only shot. They need to be more consistent in getting it done. If something's not working, uh, the, the, the Jaguars are pretty good at adjusting. Carter needs to adjust a little bit more. And at the same time, because he's got this cannon for an arm, he needs to uh, dial it down a little bit, right? Uh, making a 20-yard out throw is a little bit different than an eight-yard slant. And so he needs a little bit more touch, all right? Uh, but he's got an NFL arm, all right? And, again, this could be one of those big seasons. Even if they go 10-2, and two, 
right, and just roll through the Sun Belt without getting one of those splash wins against Tulane or Oklahoma State. Um, he could be. He's going to be on the. He's on the NFL radar just because of his last name. Now he has to. Now he has to deliver. All right. Now he has to deliver. All right. Let's talk. Uh, Grayson McCall. When we come back, it is Dave Schultz. Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, I do completely and thoroughly want to thank everybody who continues to support the channel. We are up almost uh, to 300 subscribers. Hopefully we'll get a couple here in the upcoming days. We have the Georgia Southern new head basketball coach joining us tomorrow, Charlie Henry. So uh, that will be a little bit of basketball in, uh, in football offseason here. That'll be good. I, you know, He was with Alabama the last four years. And Brandon Miller is about to get drafted. So, uh, you know, although it won't appear until he has been drafted, uh, we get to talk to him today before he is drafted. All right. But again, please uh, subscribe, like, share the videos on YouTube. It's a big help. I'm the one commenting. So it says Lockdown Sunbelt. But that is me. It won't be anybody else commenting back and forth. If you guys know something that I don't, uh, please let me know. Uh, we did have a commenter telling me about the app situation. I love it. Um, and it's, it's helpful. So also wherever you get your uh, audio podcasts, you can uh, subscribe to lockdown Sunbelt, uh, Amazon, iHeart, Apple podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get it, just search lockdown Sunbelt. And obviously if you, uh, are on Apple podcasts, rate and review would be a big help. All right. So thank you so much for continuing to support lockdown Sunbelt 300 and all of a sudden, you know, maybe, you know, by the time the season rolls around, we're at 500. And I think that's where you have to be uh, for YouTube uh, these days. All right. Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's talk about Grayson McCall. He has had a spectacular career at Coastal Carolina, has been multi-winner of the Sunbelt Player of the Year. Last year, he got banged up, uh, gave it a valiant effort against... Um, Against Troy, right? I mean, that game got ugly, and Coastal Carolina didn't go away in the second half. It could have gotten a lot uglier, and maybe Troy played some reserves. But regardless, you know, Coastal Carolina could have mailed it in, and and they didn't. And Grayson McCall didn't mail it in. He could have mailed it in. He's banged up, uh, and uh, he tried to do what he could to pull them back. Now he got a whole new thing. Jamie Chadwell uh, has moved on to Liberty. You bring in uh, Tim Belk from uh, NC State. And I think they're going to change our offense. I think this is going to be a pro-style offense. How much can Grayson McCall uh, adjust to that? Uh, a lot of the talent that kind of led Coastal to where they were and the great heights that they were, you know, have is gone, right? They were experienced, you know, a couple of years ago. They had a ton of experience a couple of years ago, and then that moved on. And then last season, uh, it kind of reared its ugly head where, you know, they were not blowing teams out like they had. They had been blowing teams out before, but not anymore. And then they lost, uh, you know, some games. They got blown out by JMU. They got fortunate to win some other ball games. You know, that Southern Miss win is a nice win, a ball game that I'm sure Will Hall and the Golden Eagles would like to have back. Uh, but what can Grayson McCall do? Now, remember, we thought, among others, that he was out of there. He went to the transfer portal, and who knows why he couldn't get in there. All kinds of rumors about his grades. But he went back, uh, and – now he's the kind of the leader, right? He had a bunch of guys that were really experienced around him. And as the quarterback, you're kind of the de facto leader. Uh, but he was running such a interesting offense, like an RPO with a triple option, right? That 
two different things and play action off of that. So it's going to be more pro style. Can Grayson McCall, I mean, you would think that he's draftable, right? His numbers aren't outstanding in terms of passing yardage because, well, he runs a lot. He's a great athlete, really fast. Uh, and, you know, they had an explosive running game. So this is an opportunity for him at the Manning Passing Academy to show what uh, he's got. Uh, and uh, I'm really impressed that there are three Sunbelt quarterbacks uh, at the Manning Pass Academy. It's really good for the Sunbelt. Uh, and each one of them uh, in a different situation, right? Grace McCall trying to show that he can run a pro-style offense. Carter Bradley trying to show that he can be more consistent and consistently explosive. And is Ben Woldridge healthy? That's the major deal with, with Ben Woldridge. And, you know, like someone coming to the Senior Bowl, although the Senior Bowl doesn't do that, you know, he gets a chance to meet these scouts and executives uh, for the first time and get on people's radar that maybe he wasn't. All right. Uh, all right. Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with another edition. Charlie Henry, the head coach of Georgia Southern Basketball, is uh, scheduled to join us. Uh, until that time, once again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You've been listening and watching to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.